I'm Navneet Mann, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, and today we are actually getting a little up close and personal about my story on leaving law. So when I was sitting down to think about today's episode and was really racking my brain to consider what can I talk about that is valuable to all of you? What is something useful that you can take away from this podcast? I really aspire to give you, to bring conversations that are going to be of value that are going to resonate that may just be the message you need to hear today and nothing was really feeling right to me and I thought about what would I want to hear if this was Nav a few years ago what would I have needed at that time that would help me when I was struggling in my career as a lawyer so what I decided today was to share with you my story about what I went through and the whole time period leading up to me leaving law. I don't actually think I have told this story yet, so let's dive right in. So as many of you know, I was a practicing lawyer for over five years. I spent a lot of years preparing for this career. I went and got my degree, my undergrad, my law degree, and jumped through many hoops to get certified and called to the bar to be a lawyer here in Canada. And it wasn't easy. You know, it took over 10 years of my life to do that. Um, it took hundreds of thousands of dollars for me to pursue this career. So you better believe when I was in it, I was determined to make it work. Backing up a little bit in terms of why I became a lawyer when I was younger, I always had this desire to want to do something meaningful, to do something that is going to help people. And that's kind of the trajectory that took me into law. I didn't become a lawyer right away, actually. I went and got a marketing diploma, worked in advertising and marketing for a little while, and then I decided to get a law degree, I mean, a business degree. And then I worked as a business advisor, helping small business owners um, really just grow their businesses for some time. And eventually, what I really enjoyed about the business advising side was working with people directly and helping them resolve problems, which I thought I can do at a greater level through law. So that's a journey that led me through law was that I loved working with people and I loved helping them resolve problems. And, you know, being a lawyer would help me do that. So... Fast forward me going to law school, jumping through all these hoops, going through the whole rigorous process of getting this degree and becoming a lawyer. For anyone out there that has any kind of professional designation, you know 
the hard work that it takes. You know the actual blood, sweat, and tears that go into achieving this massive goal. And you may also know how gut-wrenching it can be when you reach the top and you realize that's not where you want to be. When you have put in years and years of your time, you've sacrificed so much, your family has sacrificed so much for you to be here and now you're not happy. That is probably one of the most uncomfortable feelings I've ever felt in my life. It was the most defeated I ever felt in my life when I started having those realizations. How could I have worked so hard and put in so much and made my family so proud only to stand here and be so miserable, so unhappy, so misaligned, so lost. It didn't make sense to me. So what I decided in the beginning was to really just give it my all. You know, I was new in law. Maybe it was because I didn't quite know what I was doing and I just needed to find my footing. So that's what I did. I sought mentorship. I decided to dive into new cases, try to learn more, try to do more of the things that I enjoyed, right? And then because I still felt a disconnect early on in my career, I decided maybe it's this specific area of law. Right. So if you are somebody who is in law or in corporate or in finance or in medicine, you may have tried to do the same thing is maybe just within this field, I need to make a small shift. So I tried that. I went to a different area of law. I started practicing there and there was still a disconnect. And when I say disconnect, it's not just that you know, I'm not necessarily loving this work or there's general stress as there is in any high level six figure career. It wasn't that. It was really this feeling in my gut that something was not working, that I was not happy, that I just could not see myself doing this for even one year, never mind 10, 20, 30 years I had left of my career. That is what kept me up at night. So when I realized, okay, that this law firm is also not really aligned, I don't like this area of law, I tried a third firm, I tried to go to a different place and, you know, learn a different area of law, a place where I had a little bit more responsibilities. And it ended up being highly, highly stressful. It ended up not being a very comforting environment. There was no mentorship, which really does add to the levels of stress and pressure. And through that experience, I started to see how nothing seemed to really be working. Actually, if I back it up before that third law firm, after the second one is when I started to see that things are not the way they seem, that law is not just about helping people. It's actually about filling the pockets of these law firms and really just, it's all just this dog eat dog world. And you may have experienced this in your careers where it's not really about the mission. It's more about the business, right? So actually many of you may not know, I cold Turkey quit law back in 2018 I couldn't stand it anymore. I was so miserable. I was so unhappy. The environment was also not good, to say the least. Um, I was not being treated well, and I could not stand to do one more day in that office. So I had a conversation with my boss in the middle of the afternoon and walked out. And I had no plan. 
I had no idea what I was going to do. I hadn't even told my partner yet. I was just roaming up and down the streets where everybody else was working. I felt like the only person in the city. And that was an unsettling feeling. I didn't know how my life kind of took this turn and got here. I wouldn't recommend it. I would not recommend quitting your job without having a plan because it felt very, very uncomfortable and not in a good way. So many of you may not know this, but that's actually when I first found coaching. I would watch YouTube videos. I would watch TED Talks um, to really motivate myself to understand who I was, what I really wanted, why this wasn't working for me to kind of, you know, backtrack back into this whole place where my life was like how did I get here I wanted to reverse engineer it and that's when I first found coaching more as a healing mechanism for myself it was a tool that I started to understand that I can use to work through some of my mindset blocks to work through the fact that I had all of this conditioning social condition conditioning family conditioning so in so many ways that was that was molding the path in my life So what first started off being a tool to help myself ended up being a powerful tool that I realized I can use to help other people. So that's kind of where my love for coaching and personal development really, really got solidified. And I decided to get certified as a coach at that time. But I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Here I was, I had just quit my job. I found this thing called coaching. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know if it was even something I could monetize. I just wanted to learn the skill. And the economic reality of my situation hit me real hard. I realized that I need to go back and get a job and I need to go back to law. I'm not quite ready to let go of that identity yet. And I'm going to figure this out. Whatever this coaching thing is, I'll figure it out later because the economics of my situation were more important at the time. So that was 2018. I went back to law. That's when I found this third law firm where there was very little mentorship and guidance. I laughed because if you were there with me, I was so stressed out at the time and I couldn't believe how messy this whole situation was. But my colleagues around me and I, we would all reflect on the fact that there's so little guidance and support in so many of these types of jobs in in so many of these types of careers but anyways I was in this place now trying a different area of law trying to make it work and still could not let go of this gut-wrenching feeling right this feeling that would turn my stomach that I just could not stand to do this for any period of time and that feeling was getting stronger and stronger and stronger once I started to realize that there's got to be something more out there that my life has to mean more than this career. It's like my tolerance for the job became less and less. Every little thing started to bother me. Um, Eventually, I started to look for another job. Again, I wasn't yet ready to make a complete shift out of law. I hadn't processed that yet. And I think many of us are in these situations where we just keep switching within the industry. We keep switching roles or fields or focuses or what have you. And we keep trying new things because we really want to make it work. 
you've spent so much time getting these credentials. You want the return on investment for everything that you've done. Or your identity has become synonymous with this status, with this career that you don't want to let it go, right? So you just keep trying to genuinely make it work, to be happy because that feeling of not being happy in a career that so many people would die for is you feel really guilty, right? It's, it doesn't feel good because other people would look at me and think that I have it all together or I must be so happy because I'm earning a certain amount of money or I have this status. And, you know, people would introduce me as Nav the lawyer, even in a context where that made no sense. And a part of you does become accustomed to that. A part of you is really proud of your accomplishments as you should be. And I wasn't ready to let that go because in my mind, I thought at the time, if I'm no longer a lawyer, what would my identity be? Would I still be important? Would I still matter? There were so many questions that were going through my mind. So at that time, I decided to look for another job. I, I realized that maybe this particular firm and practice is not aligned with who I am. Maybe it is not aligned with my values. Maybe it is not aligned with the type of life that I want to have and the work that I want to do. So I became aware enough to look for something that is going to be more aligned, more fulfilling, something that's going to give me more autonomy. At the time, I actually started to see a counselor too. There, we, there's a law society um, organization that kind of pairs up stressed out lawyers with counselors. And this counselor was so inspirational to me. She had left law. She had pursued her master's in psychology, had become a counselor. And this is something that I used to be interested in at some point in time is helping people through talking to them. When I was younger, I actually wanted to become a therapist. So I know many of you may resonate. I've talked to so many lawyers that think about going and getting a psychology degree. So when I talked to her, one of the things that she said to me that I'll never forget is what makes people happy in their job? The number one thing is autonomy. And if you don't have autonomy, you feel suffocated in a job. You feel like you don't have any choice. You don't have any say. You don't have any freedom. And that's when the wheels really, really started to turn. And that's how I actually got on this entire path of exploring what autonomy is and what freedom means, right? Not just having freedom over my time or freedom to choose the type of work I do, but really living my life from a place of freedom and choice in all aspects. So that I never really forgot that. And as I was searching for another job in my mind, I was thinking, okay, all I need is a job that's going to give me some autonomy, that's going to feel more aligned, and I will finally feel fulfilled and all of this will be behind me. And I got that in 2020 or so is when I started, 2019 maybe, is when I started working for another firm. This firm was great. Everybody there was amazing. They were kind. I had a lot of autonomy. I had, you know, control over my schedule to a certain extent, not fully, but, you know, I could work from home when needed and I could be flexible with my hours. And at first that was working. At first I was happy um, and things were going smooth, but eventually that same feeling started to come up. And this time I couldn't justify it. I couldn't, it didn't make any sense. I was no longer miserable at work. 
everyone treated me nicely. I had, I had a level of autonomy and freedom. So why was I feeling so uncomfortable? Why was I feeling so unfulfilled and so misaligned? I really had to dig deep into it this time because it was a way of the universe or the world or myself telling me in a sense that you can't ignore who you are. You can't ignore what's meant for you. You cannot ignore your path. Yes, you can try to make things work within this one particular credential that I had, which was my law degree. And I thought the only way to utilize that was to be a lawyer, but it wasn't working deep inside. I didn't enjoy the work. It doesn't matter if the environment was positive. It doesn't matter if I was making a lot of money, more money than I had ever made in my life. It doesn't matter that I had the status. It doesn't even matter that I had a level of autonomy because my life wasn't mine. I wasn't able to do work that I actually enjoyed. I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't have fun. It didn't give me freedom over my time. It didn't allow me to choose how and when and where I wanted to work. So I still felt confined. And when those feelings started to come up in an environment that was not toxic, is when I realized I need to make a move. This is not going to work. It doesn't matter what I do, where I go, what type of firm I work for. When something is misaligned, you cannot change it by bouncing to another place. That's when I went down this rabbit hole of starting to understand who I was, starting to understand why these feelings were coming up, what actually mattered to me. And that's, you know, the whole process that I now call self-discovery And I just want to share with you, if you have felt any level of this, it's not your fault. Most of us are not asked these questions when we're growing up. Most of us are just asked as a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? An arbitrary question that you have no context for as a kid. But how come nobody ever asks you, what are your values? What is important to you? What lights you up? What are you really good at? What what makes your heart sing? What makes you really excited? What makes you feel fulfilled? Why are we not asking these fundamental questions to ourselves? Why are we picking careers and life paths arbitrarily, running down this path, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, getting our degrees, getting certified, and then trying to make these careers work because we have pigeonholed ourselves into this one place and we never stop to think, wait, does this feel good? And for so many of us, it doesn't. But by then, what do we tell ourselves? Well, it's too late now. It's too late to make a pivot. It's too late to start all over. I don't want to be at the bottom. And as I was going through these same questions and same thoughts, what I thought was, wait, why do I have to start all over? Why is that the thought? Why am I making this mean that I failed at something? I have a freaking law degree. I practiced as a freaking lawyer. This is not a failure. This is an awakening. This is me finally stepping in and owning my power and understanding who I am. This is me being able to utilize this law degree, this experience, all of the soft skills that I gathered working in multiple different places, not just in law, but prior to law, the careers I had. I get to take all of these amazing skills, my own life experiences, my story growing up, my struggles, my lessons, and I get to package them up how I want and go and do something that I actually enjoy. Go and do something that feels meaningful. Go and do something that 
where I can help people that matters. How the heck was I so blind that I never saw any of this before? That was such an empowering moment for me. It was like the world just opened up and I finally understood that I actually can do whatever I want, especially in the world of social media and the internet where we have access to anything and anyone at our fingertips. I would scroll through Instagram all the time and see people just like me that were doing amazing things that I wanted to do. They were working for themselves. They were doing work that they loved. They were making their own schedules. They were traveling. They were spending time taking care of themselves. They were spending time with their family and their loved ones and making a ton of money doing it. So why not me, I thought. I'm just as smart. I'm just as capable. I'm just as qualified. Why not me? Well, this whole time, it's because I was standing in my own way. I didn't believe that it was possible for me. I didn't think I was good enough. And that one thought of not being good enough followed me my entire life. It stopped me from doing so much and I was sick and tired of it. I was good enough. Good enough for what? I had put this arbitrary roadblock in front of myself that nobody else could see, but it was stopping me from actually realizing my own potential. And by me playing small and hiding, I was stopping others from giving themselves permission. There's people out there right now that need you, that need your voice, that need to hear your experience, that need to be connected to your energy in order to get out of a really tough situation that they're in. And I knew there was people just like me that I could help. I had talked to them numerous times throughout the years, yet here I was just hiding away. So when I actually started to understand that by me trying to make law work, all I was trying to do was revitalize a sunk cost. I had already spent that money. That investment was done. It was not going to come back. But what could I do to leverage that time, that experience, that degree? The truth is everything that you've done gives you some sort of clout. It gives you some sort of status in different ways. And we forget that. You actually have a wealth of knowledge that you already possess. You actually have fundamental experiences and lessons that you have learned that can help so many people that you can do to do work that actually is enjoyable, that makes you smile at the end of the day, that you feel energized to start your day just to do that thing. So here I was having all of these thoughts. And as soon as that the floodgates opened in that way was when I knew for a fact no more. No more law, no more pretending, no more faking it. I was sick and tired of wearing this mask and pretending to show up at work all happy and jolly when the truth is I was looking around at the other people being like, are they also miserable? Is everyone thinking what I'm thinking? Can people actually really be happy at work? Is it possible? I literally thought everyone was just faking it, that it's not even possible to be happy in your job until I left, until I left and I started to do what I wanted to do. And that leaving part was not easy. 
there was many, many tears. There was times where I would be making my breakfast and just start crying my eyes out because I felt so stuck in my career. I felt like I was a prisoner to what I had already created, that I couldn't leave because the money was so good and the status was so good. And, you know, my household to an extent depended on that income that I couldn't do what I wanted. But when I had the conversations with, you know, the stakeholders in my life, my family, my partner, and decided that my health and happiness was much more important than that status and than that money is when it gave me permission to go and make these changes. And when I left, I felt liberated. I felt alive. I felt like I could do anything. And that's what the last year and a half has been for me is really doing what feels good to me. You have no idea how light I feel now. You have no idea how happy and excited I feel now. And all of the potentials that are available to earn an income doing something I enjoy. And that's what's available to so many of you. So if you are someone who has been feeling stuck year after year and you're in this career and job that is not serving you, yet you keep trying to make it work because you're determined to get that ROI or you're determined to find an ounce of joy in your work, I invite you to consider what you're doing that for. Are you doing it because it's truly aligned with who you are? Are you doing it because you actually find joy in your job? Or are you doing it because you think you have to and you don't have a choice? Because there's always a choice. It's just a matter of starting to explore it. It's just a matter of opening yourself up to the opportunities because there's so many of them out there for you. And if I could help one person make that shift and start to understand that you're not stuck somewhere you don't want to be, that you don't have to spend the next 10 or 20 or 30 years being miserable, unhappy, unfulfilled, if I could just help one person realize that, then my journey will be worth it. And that's the message I wanted to share with all of you today. My own story of all of the thoughts and processes that I went through, the struggles that I went through, the number of times I switched jobs, the number of times I quit, you know, just to come to this point where I finally feel whole. And that whole idea of autonomy was right. I didn't actually have it before. Somebody giving you autonomy according to their own rules and saying, yeah, sure, you can have a flexible schedule as long as it's between nine to five and you only take an hour long break and you only do this and you still get this job done. It's kind of like just being in a really nice prison, but it still has a fence around it. You can't leave, you know? Having true autonomy is actually having freedom over your time, over your finances, over the work that you do, how you do it, where you do it from. And that level of autonomy, freedom, and liberation is unparalleled. So yeah, I finally have achieved that. And I'm so proud. I'm so excited. And you know, I'm still on this path. I share my journey with you guys as I go along, but want to share more so you can understand some of the behind the scenes. It's not just about being this online business owner and having fun and all of that. There's a whole process that's gone behind this. And I want to open up that conversation with all of you in case this might be something you're experiencing. 
And if it is, go ahead and DM me. I'm always in the DMs with so many of you to talk about these things. Feel free to send me a note if this is resonating with you or if you have any questions about what I went through or if you want to share what you're going through, let's have a conversation. So you can always DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram, which is where I normally hang out. And let me know what you want to hear more about, whether it's more about my journey, the lessons I learned, or things that can help you move forward and break free of an unfulfilling career so you can finally do something you enjoy. All right, you guys, so much love to you. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you on the next episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Bye.